it's time for Finding Winners. And Freddie Hastings is joining myself and Luke Marlow. We're going to try and find some winners. Good morning, mate. Good day, boys. Trust you well. And, uh, yeah, we're, we're, we've had a little bit of a lean trot in the last two weeks. So I'm hoping we can reverse that trend and, and find a couple. I'm sure we will, Freddie. Um, we've got Lukey Marlow here. Lukey, it's all about reversing trends. Mm. And if there's one gentleman that can reverse the trend, it is the great F. Hastings, isn't it? <laughs> he is. Dave, one thing about Freddie. He can just turn momentum on a dime. He's like a good halfback. Uh, things aren't going his way. He's had a, had a few misses, but all of a sudden, bang, he'll just find something at double figures and, mm. few, and just tip winners I, for fun. So I'm let, sure he let can me turn. Tell you, let me tell you, the days of me being like a halfback are well and truly, <laughs> and I do mean <laughs> truly. I'm more like the football these days. But, um, yeah, hopefully uh, I can live up to your um, hype. And how much will that cost me, the checks in the mail? Well, yeah, exactly. I, I think today's buzzword, boys, is momentum. Oh, it's being you. mentioned a lot. Uh, you know, we talk about these buzzwords, well, momentum, and that's what we need. We need plenty of it. Uh, Menangle tomorrow, eight races on the card, and uh, we've got a group three on the card as well with the free-for-all, um, and a favourite there from the Pizzuto, um stable in um, Burnham Boy. But what do you like, mate? Well, to use a buzzword, Please know I'm doing my best today. And in race one, I'm going to tip number one, Mighty Flying Art. Now, I tipped it last week and it drew the extreme outside barrier. Um, in a similar type of field, I do think from barrier one, uh, Jack Callaghan's got his confidence sky high at the moment. Young Jack is driving well. Um, and I think he can win the race, Mighty Flying Art, from barrier one. Uh, he's around evens at the moment, but I think that's a fair enough price from the draw. He may get in a bit, but... Um, yeah, make no mistake, it's a pretty handy field, but I just like Mighty Flying Art. A, a, a reversal uh, of the, the barrier from last week from 10 back to 1, and I think you can win. So we'll go race 1, number 1. Look, I, I'm loath to tipping them too short, but I think Metal Rocks were to forgive. It uh, was very heavily backed last week in a race, and it basically took no competitive part whatsoever. Went around for practice. Um, the start will obviously, and the score up will be crucial uh, that he doesn't put on a repeat. But Metal Rock, uh, he's certainly short enough. I think he can win. And boys, look, I'm going to go back on what I said last week uh, to you. Uh, I think it was Luke last week. Um, I pretty much said it tonight, uh, all bust for me with Burnham Boy. I've kept him uh, ad nauseum. Uh, he's run four consecutive seconds. It was another second placing last week. And I said, if he doesn't win the night, I'm jumping off. But you know what? He's got me in again, Burnham Boy, having gone through the form. And I think this is the... What is it that's race. got you again, Freddie? What is it? Why can't you drop off? Drop off? What, uh, what's well, drawn well, you in again? You're like a moth to the flame. Uh, yeah, a bit like a bit like that. Or, or some might say, Luke, a sucker for punishment. But look, <laughs> he, he, he's at 2,300 in a group three. Now, he did run... Uh, a placing in on Miracle Mile night in the um, in the free for all, and that was over the uh, that, that was over the longer trip, uh, the 2400 metres. A lot of his racing of late has been uh, you know around the mile. Uh, most of his runs this campaign have been at the mile. He did have a, a second placing at 2300 metres. I just think the 2300 metres is more his go. I think he can find a position. Uh, he's got a, a good association, or Blake Fitzpatrick has a good association with the horse. There are horses in the race that do go well over the trip, but I, I just think he can win tomorrow, Burnham Boy. Uh, it, it, and we might get reasonable odds because there are a few that, that the punters might have a cracker. It's 
got a, a nice low draw. Pocket of Terrors racing well. Majestic Cruisers won two of its past three. Pump the brakes is in good form. And Double is another, uh, is another who's, uh, who excels at the track and trip. So, look, it's not a, an easy assignment, but I thought of the odds will. Yeah. I, I won't say to tomorrow's uh, full bust with Vernon Boygus, you know, all things being equal. If he doesn't win, I'll probably launch at him again next time. <laughs> I'm chasing boys, and that can be dangerous. All right, so that's Burnham Boy. Uh, any other single bets or, or are you just going straight to the quaddy? Yeah, no, look, they're the ones. I think race one, number one, uh, as I said, I think I think the, um, the race four, number six will win, but that might be something you'd throw into some multis because it is $1.55 today on tab, um, and, and I like Burnham Boy. As far as the quaddy goes, Dave, look, I've just extolled the virtues of Burnham Boy, but in a quaddy, I, I always like to have some insurance, so I'm going to play a few in that first leg because I think as much as Burnham Boy, and I think it can win at the odds, he, he's the sort of horse that if he does run second, you don't want to be out you know, in the first leg. So I'm going to throw four at that uh, leg. Two, seven, eight, ten. Pitch Perfect has a good draw. Burnham Boy, of course. Majestic Cruiser's in good form and a good driver and uh, double encounter. Um, then we're going to go race uh, six, uh, the group three. Good race, this. I'm going to go numbers two, four, nine. Arden's ace, I think, can get away with the race uh, from the draw, but I'm also throwing in four spirit of Anzac, who was impressive for tra- Jack Trainer, and Ranger Bob from the Belinda McCarthy yard. So we'll go uh, three horses there. Three horses in uh, the third league, the trot. Uh, tough Monarch went down last week, uh, was upset in a, in a you know, bit of a blowout result, and I think uh, Tough Monarch can bounce back at the mile. We'll also throw in numbers four and five, Monaro, Mia, and drop the hammer, the stable mates. And in the last league, just two horses, Heavenly Bell and Tishan Raider. Tishan Raider will probably start favourite in his career best form, but Heavenly Bell was a last start winner, so we'll go uh, two and eight in that last week. So uh, two, seven, eight, ten into two, four, nine into four, five, eight into two and eight, that's 72 units, so if you chuck, say, 40 bucks at it, you're looking at a bit over half the dividend, boys, and hopefully that's uh, going to, uh, you know, keep us going until next week. I like it, um, Freddie. Mate, we're trying to build that momentum and positive vibes, and I just put out before a call to our listeners to give us a call with a good punting story, because, I mean, there's so much doom and gloom, as you know, you turn on the news, and I mean... Um, it's not good. Um, you know what? We've got this 11 o'clock press conference coming up soon. Baz all that. Get on to Sky Sports Radio. Have a listen <laughs> to this story. How about this for a story? Yeah, yeah. Good, go true racing story. No name on this one, but I'd, I'd love to throw your names on this. Uh, this gentleman goes, or it could be a lady, um, did 500 on the punt one particular Saturday. Had $25 left in my pocket. Put a treble on an Ascot WA. Took a quick look at the runners and filled out my ticket. Went home and handed my very elderly father, um, ex-bookie, to watch the races. So he gave the ticket, came back home the next morning to find him grinning like a dog in a butcher shop. Son, your horse has got up. $25 treble, paid $285. Paid yeah, 285 bucks. Two, and he yeah, got... No, Return no, no, no. of seven thousand one hundred twenty-five. Yeah. Yep. Wow. So he's seven thousand one hundred twenty-five. So have you got a good that punting story? Enormous. Have you got a good punting story, Freddie? Uh, I, I probably, I probably have over the years, uh, uh, Dave. I, I just, 
I think everyone's got a punting story. And I, you know, keep them coming, folks. Uh, contact yeah. the boys and, and tell them because I think we've all got stories. We've got good stories and some not so good stories, of course. But um, share the good one. Uh, because as Dave said, we're trying to be positive. Yeah, I went into a, a, a tab agency. Oh, this would be t- nearly 20 years ago. That's how, how lunar drought I'm experiencing. Um, and I uh, I think I had $19, and I threw it on a first four at Musselbrook, who I think coincidentally are racing today. Um, I threw it on a, a race at Musselbrook, and I basically just picked numbers. I had $19 in my pocket. Picked numbers, um, left the favourite out to... Kind of accidentally, the favourite didn't run top four. It ran fifth. I've jagged the uh, the, the first four uh, multiple runners. I think the winner paid thirty dollars. The second horse paid eight. There's something along those lines. Anyway, long story short, the, the first four ended up my nineteen dollars. I picked up um, just over just a tick over three and a half thousand dollars, and that was <laughs> at the time. Um, at the time, it was uh, very, very welcome. So it's not as grand as uh, as some stories, but it just shows you that sometimes, you, you, and that's why it's called gambling, I guess. I gambled on the favourite being out of the money, and for Zynga, it, it was. Mate, uh, I love it. And, and this is, what you know, I'm going to put a tweet out here. Best punning yeah. story. Here's another one. Hey, guys, all my good luck stories end up... Um, oh, hang on. I haven't read this one properly. <laughs> all my luck stories end up horror stories. Um, what's he saying here? This is the uh, the Gorgster. Oh, no. Well, Gorgster, I'm not going to read that out because that's negative. Come on. I want your best punting stories, your best yeah, days on the punt. I've got yeah. one day for you. You've got one. Yes, mate. Well, we I went to Winx's third Cox Plate day when she won uh, the Cox Plate, and I just couldn't do anything right uh, in the lead up to the Cox Plate. I was just loser after loser, sick beat after sick beat. So I just thought, right. I'm just going to back Winks in the Cox Plate, even though she's really short, to try and just get some momentum back and a bit of confidence anyway. Of course, she she wins as she always did. And that was the turning point for me. And I just got a bit of momentum back, a few winners dropped, and it ended up winning a winning day. So just that little one little winner just got the confidence back, yes. got myself back on track, and I got rolling. Thanks for the money, saying, boys? What's that old saying? Uh, money lost, nothing lost. Confidence lost, exactly. everything lost. I just I, need... I'll leave you with this one, Dave, and, and this yep. is probably, in real terms, probably usurps um, my, my previous story. I went to Hawkesbury. Now, it's a track Hawkesbury. I, I just can't seem to find winners there. I don't know what it is. It's a bit of a graveyard for me when I have a part of the Hawkesbury track. But I went there on Oaks Day, uh, you know, Victorian Oaks Day. And, and in those days, and it might still be, it was known as Ladies' Day. So as a young bloke, it was always a place to go on a on a Thursday, a, a ladies' day. The ladies dressed to the nines, and uh, you know a few of my mates would get there. Anyway, I bumped into one of my mates, good bloke called Spider. Uh, we knew, nicknamed him Spider. Anyway, Neil and I, we just ended up hanging around each other most of the day, and we were abs- and it was stinking hot. It was about thirty six degrees out at Hawkesbury, and as you both know, it can get pretty pretty sticky out there. Well, boys. Whilst not proud of this, I was a little under the weather by about race five, but I kept telling my mate that there's a horse in the AWA Ladies' Cup called Milanese, and I'm, I've declared it. And he's going, oh, fair dinkum, Freddie, do you like it? Oh, mate, it's just going to win. Well, when the bookies opened up, it was 25 to 1. And he's going, are you sure this thing can win? 25 to I said, mate, it wins, it wins, it wins. But I was, you know. You know, three sheets to the wind. Anyway, long story short, <laughs> it, it wins. It bolts in. We, we ended up getting 16s because we were slow off the mark, I think, because wow. we were at the bar. It, it bolts in at 16. Well, he's loaded up. 
I've had a little crack for my, you know, my small punting prowess. And I, you know, I think I had 25 each one or something. Anyway, the last race comes along. We can barely stand. Obviously, this is before the days of responsible service and alcohol. <laughs> anyway, we've got a... We, we, the last race at Flemington on Oaks Day is about to run, and I've tipped him another one called Norgwen Fleur, was its name. And it was 33 to 1. Well, boys, I'm coming back from the bar. We were buying the little... They had the little seven-ounce glasses of beer. We, I think we were buying them three each at a time. I'm coming out. They had more beer on the tray than... than in the oh. And all I could hear was Spider yelling out, Freddie, it's in front! It's in front! It's one new beauty! How good. On, and that was that day we ended up catching a taxi that Penrith trots. Should have got a limousine. Taxi, don't worry about the taxi. Well, he should have shouted, but we ended up going to Penrith Trots that night, and boys, I've got to tell you, um, we didn't fare quite as well, and we were a little bit under the weather by about race three. We weren't feeling the best, (laughs) but it was a big day. That's brilliant, mate. Those are the great days. A couple of roughies lob, and uh, you can enjoy it with your mates. Uh, We miss those times. Freddie, great to have you on. Um, Good luck with those thoughts at Manangle, and uh, we'll chat soon, okay? I look forward to it, boys. Have a great day. And, and like you said, keep positive, folks. Uh, keep positive and keep sending in those good stories to the fellas. Yeah, plenty of them. You, what about this one, Marlo? Uh, hey, boys, we're on a horse called Eleonora. She's running at Eagle Farm tomorrow. My mate had a lucky win on the pokies the day she was running. So he decided to chuck money on Eleonora paying 26 Lady at the counter stuffed up. He wanted 500 each way, but she put 1000 on to win. So he decided to chuck another five under the place to cover his money. She won the race, and he won thirty-eight thousand. Oh, how good is that, Andrew from Port Kembla? Well, I hope he went and uh, gave a little sling to the lady behind the bar. That's brilliant. Um, that uh, that stuffed that up. That's look. You know, as I said, keep them rolling in. Um, we're not going to be able to read all of them out because there's a few expletives in some of them. But you know what? <laughs> as long as we're thinking about the punt and the good times, I think we're doing our job, Barlow. And what about uh, the other end of the scale, Dave, when they put the wrong number on for the horse and the one you actually wanted to back wins and yes. then you're on the, on the wrong horse? Well, I learned from a very young age from Granddad, never Check cancel the ticket. a ticket. We'll never cancel, yeah. though. Yeah, never true. cancel. So if you back a horse and there's a stuff up, never, ever cancel it because I tell you what, more often than not, the one you cancelled always gets the chocolates. Uh, enjoy, keep enjoying your punting. Do so responsibly. And uh, I'm sure this weekend uh, is going to be another fill-up, Dave. We've got Matty Jackson uh, joining us very soon on Finding Winners. I think he's there. Steve's giving me a nod. Uh, Matty, good morning to you, mate. We're, we're trying to build the momentum. Group 1 racing in Sydney tomorrow. We've got uh, a lot of doom and gloom in the world, but, hey, we're here. We're punting. How good is it, mate? Good morning. Yeah, good morning to you, Dave. Yeah, outstanding. We're, we're quite lucky here in Australia that we haven't uh, basically lost anything. Uh, in the racing industry, we've been able to soldier through, which is a credit to all concerned and yeah we're getting to that uh awesome time of year footy finals spring carnival uh it would be nice if the million dollar chase was on but alas we'll have to wait around six months or so but it just will make for a big 2022 and hopefully we're back to some sort of normality mate where are they racing tomorrow night uh, for the greys in new south wales yeah, so obviously with Wentworth Park out of action for the immediate future tomorrow night the the city meeting is is down at Tapto and it's it's a really nice quality card of racing, and I think there's some winners to be found. Take it away, mate. What's the best? So the two best bets that I've been able to come up with race six, number eight, drink long, drink long necks. Uh, probably a topical tip uh, in lockdown. I just think the draw, <laughs> uh, a big advantage, drawn off the track, will get clear running to the first turn. 
big shoulder squeeze. Uh, it's got plenty of early pace. The only concern I've had every time it's gone up to the 520, it's been slow to begin. When it goes back to the 400, it jumps fast. So I'm just hoping that tomorrow night's shoulder squeeze can jump, charge forward, give a nice run across the drink long next early. And I think uh, he'll be too strong late in the race. So I'm really keen on him. Race six, number eight, ring long next. And then in race number nine, number two, Ice Cream Story, started a very short price favourite against Wicked Spartan uh, last time out. Drew off the track on that occasion, was slow to begin, then had to do a lot of chasing to try and reel in Wicked Spartan. Couldn't do so. That was her first time 600. She's got the benefit of that fitness. She draws inside, which is a big advantage for her. Wicked Spartan has drawn off the track. I think if she can lob within two to three lengths, of Wicked Spartan, I think she'll be too strong. Race nine, number two, Ice Cream Story. I think she was around the even money at this early stage. So I think she'll be very hard to beat tomorrow night. Race nine, number two, Ice Cream Story to go with race six, number eight, Drink Long Neck. Beautiful. When was the last time you had a long neck, Maddie? There you go. Uh, I, haven't, I haven't had a long neck for a while. I remember... Melbourne uh, Bitter? You would have been a Melbourne Bitter man for sure. Yeah, Absolutely. That's the best best Victorian <laughs> beer. I remember I went to, I went to a twenty first. I played golf. Uh, no, sorry, it was a thirtieth. It was one of my wife's friends' thirtieth, and I played golf. So you've afternoon. jumped nine years there. You've jumped nine years. You've gone from twenty first yeah. to thirtieth. <laughs> yeah, that's that's how I was every day. I was, I was playing golf on a Saturday in our club championship. So the party started about two thirty, and I I teed up uh, the girl whose party it was. You got to buy a slab of long neck. So anyway, I went off, played golf, turned up at the party, long necks are all gone, girl whose party was putrid drug. And I was like, that's my cue to leave. And I think I had my beer and turned around went home again. Oh, you left. So you've yeah, tipped missed... them into the long necks and then bolted. Yeah, I, I, missed, I missed out on the long necks, so I threw the toys out of the cop went <laughs> Mate, what about a, a, a quaddy tomorrow night down south? Yeah, it's a tough quaddy, I thought, tomorrow night. They're, they're quite open legs. Actually, so we might just have to play it a little bit wider and hopefully we can land a bit of value uh, throughout the quaddy. The first leg, I thought it was a very tough race. My numbers are seven, six, three, eight, and 4. Ultimate coat, uh, coming back from a Victorian campaign, probably never really uh, found her best form down there. She was in some strong races. She was against Quara Bale, who's one of the informed greyhounds in Australia at the moment. So I am happy to forgive those runs down there back to New South Wales. I think it's a nice race uh, to come across from that outside draw. I thought it would be very hard to beat. I thought Gold Azalea, who's racing well, gets back to Dapto tomorrow night, can uh, can be the main danger. Uh, Knighted Shadow possesses nice early speed when, when he jumps well. He's just been slow to begin his last couple. If he can get back to his very best form, I thought it'd be a really good chance here. It's a moment. I think it's a nice run across early. And Asaram, who won last start, albeit in slow time, uh, has shown some promise. But I'm just concerned that it might not quite be at the level of the others. But tomorrow night will we'll certainly show that uh, her toughest test. Seven, six, three, eight, four. my numbers in the first leg of the quaddy. Second leg, as we mentioned before, Drink Long Next, I think, is going to be very hard to beat from that outside draw. Hopefully gets the beautiful run across to the first turn and from there we'll get every chance. Hardcore Becky's been racing terrifically at Richmond. Draws well, going to get a good run throughout the race and certainly be there at the end. Uh, Go Go Chicago, another in good form. Will be some value, so certainly throw it in and uh, solder squeeze. If 
if she jumps well, finds the front, she'll certainly give them plenty to run down. Eight, two, three, six in the second leg. The third leg, I've been with Miss Kenny at her two starts down here in Sydney. She's missed away both times. I think the the key, hopefully, well, I'm hoping anyway, is that outside draw. Her Northern Rivers form before coming to Sydney was outstanding. She can get back somewhere near that. I think she can win number eight, Miss Kenny, to beat three Arctic Kingdom, who was a terrific winner in good time. Uh, last start, Redshift Seven's going well, and Kate Fernando uh, next best. Eight, three, four, seven, the third leg, and race eight, the the main event on the program. It's a it's a hot race. I think on the rocks has, has got the speed to to lead, and I think we'll certainly give a terrific sight on the rocks. And uh, for mine was was the one to beat, and at a nice price as well to beat eight, Dipping Pearson, who's been going well, grows a leg when drawn off the track. Gets that scenario tomorrow night. Debbie Jet Power. Uh, luckless uh, in the Zone 1 state championship final uh, last start. Where's Rocky is flying, but this is certainly a tough race. And Zulu Warlord, who won the state final uh, for Zone 2, beating Jungle Juice, uh, is also right in the mix as well. But it's a, it's a hot race. Race 8, 2, 8, 3, 4, 6, I'll throw in the quaddy as well. So we're playing it pretty wide. 7, 6, 3, 8, 4, the first leg. Second leg, eight, two, three, and six. Third leg, eight, three, four, seven. Last leg, two, eight, three, four, and six. Love it, mate. Uh, before we let you go, best punning story. We're trying to lift the mood, to get rid of the doom and gloom. What's your best punning story, mate? I don't know if I should say this, but most of my punting stories occurred when I was underage. <laughs> um, I, I think the, the best one that I can remember is we were on a school camp. I was—I was, I grew up in country Victoria, so every every year, the year at the end of year ten, um, the whole year level went down to Melbourne for what was called a careers camp. So they organised different tours of different areas, and you could pick and choose where you got to go. So, and one of the we we organised one of the tours to go to the races, and one of our te- a couple of our teachers, mad punters. Loved it. So to get it across the line, they said, oh, we'll, we'll go out to the races, learn about the racing industry. We'll go up, see the race caller, the cameraman, go into the steward's room a little bit, um, meet some trainers, some some jockeys and things like that. So I got, got across the line with the school because it was a Catholic school. Uh, teachers were all on board. So anyway, we, I think we had about 15 choose to go to the races. So I think in the morning I'd been at an AFL club and then we were, then we had to meet back at the common area. So as soon as we met back there, got on the, the train out to Sandown, as soon as we got on the train, teachers pulled out the form guy. Right, oh, ten bucks in each, we're having a quaddy. A couple of the couple of the other students thought it was a serious thing. We're going to the races to learn. So they were they were filthy from the very start. So anyway, like Luke's story that he was saying when he was at the Cox Plate with Winks, couldn't back a winner early in the day. And then out the last race landed a winner, got some cash back, and I thought the Echuca trots were on, and that's where I grew up that <laughs> night. So I thought, oh, before I leave, I'm going to have a quaddy at the trot um, tonight, and I'll listen to it when I get back to the, the school we're staying at. So anyway, I put the quaddy on, got back to the school, and then we found out they were having a, a guest speaker come in to talk about mental health and all that sort of all, all that sort of stuff that schools go through, bullying and so anyway, we're sitting in the the room listening to to this teacher, and I remember I had I had my Walkman packed in my bag. I was like, oh, I, ne- I can't be missing this quaddy. I think I spent ten dollars. I had eighty percent of the quaddy, 
Anyway, so City get the back of the room, put the walking in. First leg gets up, pays $8. Oh, that's a good start. Another half an hour, second leg gets up, pays $8. I was like, oh, this is, geez, I'm, start, I'm starting to sweat up a little bit here. Anyway, listen to the third leg. It gets up, pays $6. And I, I know I've got 80% of the quarter. You know, wow. You check the appro- approximates. I think I had two in the last leg, and the quaddy was about 2000 for each of them. As a 16-year-old, I was like, oh, I'm starting Jeez. to sweat. Walk over to the teacher. I was like, I've got three legs of the quaddy. I said, I can't sit here. I need, I need to get out. I was like, I've got to go to the toilet. <laughs> so anyway, I walked out of the room, sat the sat the toilet for about 25 minutes, walked into the ear, listened to the last leg, gets up. I was like, happy days. Walked back into the room, just giving the teacher a wink, sat down and ended up making about $1,600 on our school camp. That is fantastic. And do you know what, Matty, too, um, if you're a young person and you have that win, even if it's $2, once you've had that little bit of success early, you're in for life, aren't you? Yeah, absolutely. But I must say, that wasn't that wasn't early on for me. I, I think I'd memorised Dad's phone account when I was about eight years old. So Yeah, you're a veteran by age 16. Yeah, <laughs> well, you've absolutely. given yourself up anyway. <laughs> yeah. Well, what the worst thing is that I... Myself and my cousin, we used to punt on Dad's phone account when we were 12, 13. And we always used to say to him, oh, I said to um, my auntie, I said, what happens if they ask our age? Like, what do we say? She goes, if they ask your age, just say you're 19. And if they ask your name, give give yourself a, a, a girl's name. And they won't know the difference. Very good. Mate, and, it, and, it, uh, and it worked. <laughs> Mate, I appreciate you yeah, coming on. As I said, look, it's one of those times where there's not – much good stuff going on in people's lives and people are flat. I mean, I'll be honest, I'll put my, I've been flat as a tack and, you know, I'm sitting here at the dining table and all I want to do is just go and see my family and mates. So if we can, for the next little bit, by reading out these text messages and by uh, maybe taking some calls, if you've got a call, give us a call. But if you if you don't want to give us a call, just send us a text. But um, we've got some interviews coming up from a Woolen Bar in the next half an hour, but... I think uh, if we've got some gaps later on before 1 o'clock, um, more than happy to, to keep this good juju going. Because, as I said, there's a lot of stuff going on in the world. I can see Tanya shaking her head. Tanya, it's all good. No one will call. Don't stress, Tanya. It's all good. Come on. There's too much bad stuff going on in the world to be, uh, to be worried.